Hello and welcome to Light Warrior Radio. My name is Dr. Karen Can. I'm the founder of the Academy of Light Medicine and the Topican Healing Method and the best-selling author of Sensitivity is Your Superpower, how to harness your gifts, fulfill your purpose, and create a life of joy. And would love if you are a sensitive soul, brand new to my podcast, would love for you to join us in our community. You can get the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, Three Waves of Navigating Your Way to More Peace, Positivity, and Personal Power. A lot of peace there. Um, it's at uh, sensitivesoulguide.com, and you'll be invited to our light medicine community, a closed space on Circle, where uh, we love that you're different, because we are as well, and we want to honor you in your space. Now, today I have a very, very special guest, and I um, actually was introduced to Dr. Trebbing recently and found, oh my goodness, he has to be on Light Warrior Radio Show because if anyone was a light warrior, he definitely is a light warrior. And <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about him. Uh, he's a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in neurology and radiology. He's been in private practice for 38 years in Connecticut and South Carolina. And he penned the groundbreaking book, Goodbye Germ Theory, which we're going to really dive into today, challenging the societal norms surrounding the germ theory. And this was many, many years before the pandemic. I was actually shocked to see what year that book was actually published. Uh, he was way ahead of his time. Um, so 20 years ago, he foresaw the pharma dystopia that we see in our society today. And uh, he's an esteemed international lecturer. He delves into spinal disrepair, natural health care, um, and he is not an advocate of mandatory vaccinations, as uh, neither am I, and he's fully aware of some of the farmer frauds that are going on and something that I'm really passionate about, helping people point in the direction of uh, sovereignty and health freedom. So uh, he has a Bachelor of Science with Biology and Education from Adelphi University, and his Doctor of Chiropractic degree is from New York Chiropractic College, and today we're going to dive into that book, Goodbye Germ Theory, because uh, a lot of people really, really are attached to that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome, Dr. Trevian. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. My pleasure, Doc. Nice to be here with you. Yeah, this is exciting. Uh, we oh, get to talk you. about some of my favorite topics here. So, give mm -hmm. us a background of uh, you know your chiropractor, and then now you know we look at the work that you've done, and I know you have some other books coming out. How'd you get into this whole germ theory thing? Give us kind of like that background, the story. My goodness, I had children, and it was by uh, it was by survival and design back in the mid '90s when I got married and started having kids. Uh, the autism rate was maybe one in ten thousand, one in twenty-five thousand, but it started to increase. And came to our neighborhood. I tell everybody this story. Really came to our neighborhood. And I'm like, hmm, honey, got to do something here. And so I started doing lectures and just writing different lectures up and going around. I've been used to talking anywhere. And I would, uh, you know, just on chiropractic, but I would go to different churches and I talk about it and I get people aware that vaccines are not the panacea of health that you think they are. And I would peeve off not only the church and they would never have me back again because I'm saying don't vaccinate your kids, uh, but I'd also peeve off the local medical establishments. So I usually only have one shot in one town before I got ran out of town with pitchforks. Um, and, uh, you know, did this quite a bit for, ooh, probably uh let's see after my first child was born up through the uh second one and then i just decided to make it into a book and put all the lectures together and i did a lot of constitutional law work and uh, was able to combine how to protect yourself with legalities you know in case one day and i watched the laws very carefully in every state 
because I knew that one at some point in time they were going to become a draconian with trying to vaccinate everyone against their will, regardless of what your beliefs are. And the reason I found that out was it was one particular instance because uh, I never liked Bill Clinton and never liked his <laughs> wife. <laughs> I mean, uh, so as far as the president is concerned, I mean, I was like, okay, he was okay. He was entertaining. Um, but I always felt that, boy, that woman around him, she's just pure evil. Even back wow. then, even wow. back then, and my wife and I were looking at her, who is, the, oh my God, look at her. She's like, energetically, she's like pig pen with all like, you know, like the, 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 <laughs> the evil stuff going around her. And so we never really took her seriously when she was first lady, but then she ran for Senate. And then mysteriously, uh, JFK Jr. was murdered. Okay. Uh, then after the OG, and then um, she became the senator after that. And as senator, she tried to push forward uh, into government the very first uh, forced vaccination and vaccination collection uh, information law into Congress. And of course, back in the 90s, it fell flat. Uh, but people don't realize that she's been a pharmaceutical lackey ever since her days in Arkansas. Mm. And uh, both of them have, you know. Uh, so, uh, when that happened, I, I realized I was like, okay, you know, sooner or later, something's going to happen here, you know? And, and so I wrote the book and it became very popular and I went around lecturing. And, um, when my last child was born in 2002, I just was like, okay, I have to be home more. And so I stopped the lecturing kind of like the Beatles stop tour, you know, at some point <laughs> I just couldn't do it anymore. But yeah. I, did, I did over 250 like lectures wow, selling, selling the book on my own here's my kitty hi kitty yeah she <laughs> uh, likes the energy <laughs> she loves the energy here yeah she likes you guys yeah. uh this is this is baby cat Aww. so um what happened was then i i just really stayed home and let the book sell and answer questions and did local lectures but then covid hit I had already come out with it with the book on audio. It was doing it had sold over a hundred thousand copies, just grassroots at that point. Wow. And so at that point, I was able to just say, all right, well, let's make it a little more popular and just do an audio book. And I came out with the audio book and produced that, not myself. I got a you know a, a narrator in two thousand and nineteen. And then right after that, uh, it was as late two thousand and nineteen, two thousand and twenty came, and uh, you know, Covid happened. And everybody, that was looking at the book was like, wow, how did this guy predict this? Yeah, well, you know, I was one of the originals out there doing the work. I mean, myself, Gary Knoll, Ted Corrin, another great chiropractor, um, many chiropractors and many researchers were talking about the dangers of vaccines mm. and uh, the autism rate is because of vaccines. Of course, nobody was listening. You know, but really nobody talked about it back in those days because you were able to get around it because everybody had a religious exemption. It was really no big deal. A couple of states didn't have it. Right. So we weren't uh, that um, worried. Yeah, it was kind of like, you know, all of us that didn't vaccinate, we were just kind of with our kids. And, you know, whenever we we're at the local block party, you know, oh, well, who do you get? Who do you go to? What pediatrician do you go to for your vaccines? Oh, we just kind of avoid past the potatoes, you know, avoided that conversation altogether. You didn't really have to get into it. Yeah. which in part was part of the problem. We never really got into it, but nobody really yeah. wanted to get into it. COVID made us all have to get into it. Yes. So we had to have the conversation because yes. you were so judged by your now vaccination status mm. at that point. 
and all of us quote unquote anti-vaxxers. I was a proud anti-vaxxing parent for you know a decade before COVID happened, but all of us had to come out, kind of come out and start talking about it, right? And so it kind of went like a, you know, like a a wave. And, you know, the mm-hmm. entire thing was so discriminatory against us, and it reached its peak. Right. And then everybody started getting these vaccinations and started having heart attacks and all these and all these and all of these awful reactions from the genetic uh, death jab. And then we started it started going back down. Everybody started saying, oh, my God, these guys were right. So, well, I wish it was everybody. (laughs) I I would say, you know, it's the ones who are even diehard vaccine advocates now are walking around everywhere with their tail between their legs. I mean, they don't at the height of COVID. It was like, you know, they're pointing their finger right in your face and saying, you are the problem. You're killing grandma. Like they're killing like Joe Biden did. Said this is a disease of the unvaccinated, almost like making us like we were, you know, with like the star people in Nazi Germany, you know, and there and and there was a point in time where I was saying to my wife, we got to either move to Panama or we got to move to Mexico Mm. or something because it's going to get this is this this is going to become like storm stormtroopers. But then as uh, God and light would have it in prayer and, and our and all of us light workers, including uh, you and all of your tribe, um, you know, the focus on the good here made a number of good things happen. I saw a switch happen in January of 2021. I was, yeah, January, February 2021, when the Supreme Court came out with a ruling that I was waiting for for 20 years, basically saying that the federal government has absolutely no say in forcing medication on on, on people. It's completely unconstitutional. When that came out, Boom. It was the thing I've been waiting for for 20 years. Okay. Mm. That was probably the greatest health freedom or freedom uh, a judgment by the Supreme Court ever, because it clearly states that there isn't a government official that can make force you to get vaccinated. Now, they can do a whole bunch of other things to, you know, to, to make your life miserable, but they cannot like you can't work and you can't well, buy food and you can't. <laughs> Well, no, they can't. No, they can't even do that. I mean, with, within that ruling, I mean, but you know, I mean, it, if you're accepting any federal kind of privileges like social security or ah. food stamps, or see, all of that is owned by the federal government. You mm. know, and this is why in the beginning, when that ruling happened, uh, they were still saying, well, if you're a federal contractor, if you are, if you work for the federal government, if you're a federal employee, then you still have to get vaccinated because we control you and you know what according to the constitution they are correct because these are federal territories now guess what happened after that what happened after that was we discovered that uh everybody in fauci's tribe and at the cdc they weren't getting vaccinated (laughs) so we're like well what the heck is this you guys aren't getting vaccinated so why should all the other government workers get vaccinated so that got leaked out and then all of a sudden they're like ah all right screw it forget the whole thing and so now where it's at with the Supreme Court is that really nobody can make anybody get receive a vaccine. You know, where this could have gone, it could have gone. The other extreme from this is once they said that we can we can forcefully man, we can forcefully make anybody get vaccinated if we deem that you are a threat, like your typhoid Mary. Right? right. If it went if it went that way, then it would have gone very quickly to if we think you're a psychotic, we can put you on Prozac. 
you know, and you can't go to work unless you've had your certain level of medication, your antipsychotics. Right. If we think you're too much of a problem because you're speaking out against against uh, Ukraine and and the war, and and you, oh, you're an anti-vaxer. Well, you know, you're just, you know, you're you're insane. You know, we might you might have to go through a two week uh, training program. Uh, by the way, in Colorado, they already have that. There are certain states that did away with the. Uh, religious exemption colorado being the worst of them and mm. colorado it, coloradians now coloradians or Col people live in colorado now face a uh, mandatory so they say i don't know how this is this is legal somebody really has to fight it but mandatory um classes re-education classes if you oh speak, boy if sounds you speak like out nazi yeah germany. sounds like nazi germany right so re-education classes the classic the classic phrase if you uh, speak out against vaccines. Like if you don't want to vaccinate your kid, you are required to go to a re-education class. Wow, a, that's a Colorado. Brain, that's Colorado. A brainwashing class. It's the only state that has done it. I am sure it's not. It's going to drop off at some point. Um, one of the biggest victories is that Mississippi got their religious exemption back after nice. something years. Uh, but Maine did drop his. Uh, Connecticut, Maine, New York, California. These really big pharmaceutical states, yeah. uh, pharmaceutical lobby states uh, lost their religious exemption. It's the only mm. four that I know of. Since then, uh, lawmakers have been really vigilant to make sure that they're holding on to their religious exemption. There are red and blue states. You know, everything's a polarity now, right? Yeah. And so the red states are holding on to it. Many of the blue states are trying to get rid of the religious exemption, but the people, even the blue people, are fighting it, you know? Um, okay. So that's so to answer your question more fully, to fight this war, okay, which is for body autonomy, we needed consciousness that it was even happening, all right. And my book was one of the first to bring up for people, and Gary Knoll's books as well, and Ted Corin's books. There are many of them out there, um, you know, basically saying, look, these vaccines are terrible. Even Dell Bigtree in the High Wire. He formed a career on that with his movie Vaxxed and his whole show was based on, you know, the dangers of vaccines. And uh, so the, the consciousness was out there, you know, for many years, but it wasn't really fashionable to become a body autonomy hero until after COVID. And now, of course, you know, you get all these different guys that are out there, Dr. Simone Gold and everything else like that. And, you know, I'm just when, when all these doctors started coming out of the woodwork, speaking against vaccines, I'm like, wow. Welcome. Good. Nice to have yeah. the company. You know? Yeah, you were kind of lonely. I've been there. Doing that. I was like the Maytag repairman. You know, it's like I'm on the only. I, you know, it's nice to have your company around here. And then, you know, then of course they take the limelight and they push it. All right, now you get out of here. We're going to take over now. Like, I. It's not about my ego. It's just about getting the work done. And yeah. um, you know, I'm an actor. I like to be on stage. I love to sing and everything else. Like that's my creative side. But I don't. I certainly don't need the limelight you know, in this corner, I just want people to be protected. Um, and I believe that we've saved the way I start out the Weston price lecture, and that's available for everybody on BitChute. And I know you've heard it uh, within the first 10 minutes. I just say, look, we can just end this all right now. Here's my main message. Stop vaccinating your children. Good night, everybody. And then just walk off. I walked off the stage. <laughs> you know, it, it was ha ha moment. We, we get, get back here. We paid you to be here, you know? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, but you know, but that's that's the bottom line with it all. And 
if I, I told the entire audience of about 500 that, you know, you've got to, even if you just get one family to stop vaccinating your child, your, their children, you have saved that one child. So save a child. Now, I would encourage everybody out here, too, which I know you're all in tune with with this philosophy. I mean, every single vaccine, it's just not the COVID vaccine. They're all awful <laughs> for the body, you know, um, and we could talk about that if for another year and a half. But, you know, a lot of the basics are in my book on that. And there are many other books about it. It has to do with the adjuvants within the vaccines um, more than the, you know, the crappy monkey pus that they used to put in there. Uh, of course, now they're putting aborted fetal pus in there. But, um, you know, all these things have energy, right? We, we know this. Right, right. And what they're doing now is instead of taking it from a tortured monkey, now they're taking it from an actual fetus. And this is the awful part, the satanic part, that they yank this tissue out of uh, while the fetus was had a heartbeat and still alive. How do I mean, we know this? That's we awful. know this from Dr. Dr. Deicher. Mm. Okay, so Dr. Teresa Deicher, you look her up, D-E-I-S-H-E-R, has done an expose on this, um, saying how this is just wrong. You know, we are now, I mean, so when they say that there are not fetal cells in vaccines, technically they are correct, but but your group is sensitive to the energetic essence of things. So right. you have used now a fetal tissue that you brutally yanked out of a of a living being okay without anesthesia okay before that being died and now you're using that to create poisons which you're going to put into the uh vaccine all right and that's so fascinating that the catholic church i'm a recovering catholic so the catholic church too. said it's mm -hmm. okay in this case no i mean have you looked at the vatican and so and, uh, every <laughs> i mean I mean, honestly, you take a look at what, what the Pope stands in front of every time he in the Vatican, every time he he does one of his sermons. And I tell you, it looks like it looks like a vision of hell to me. So I don't, I can't really tell you what the Catholic Church is doing, uh, but they're saying that it's OK because they're using it for research. Well, you know, it's never OK to use humans in any shape or form. Before. Well, they said it was an exception because of the lives it would save or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, that's just not, you know. It it it's double. So as long as people say the church says okay, then they're like, okay, I'm good with it, right? Well, even if, if there's you, a if you are torturing a human being in any way, shape, or form, even if it's four months old, okay, and aborted, or seven months old and aborted, if you are if if you have acted inhumanely, I mean, there's an energy to that, which is a dark ritual, okay, because you're creating an essence that you're now putting into the shot. And you're, as far as I'm concerned, energetically, and I said this during the class, so you're you're injecting tortured uh, baby human essence into every single child. Now that's got to be ritualistic, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. You know, and I'm big on ritual. You know, with with uh, light rituals, but there, as you know, this the, the polarity to that is the is the black magic and the dark rituals. Now listen, I'm you know there there are all you need to do is turn on the light. You know, just turn the light on. And uh, there isn't a switch to turn on the darkness. No. Okay? But the only way darkness can infiltrate us is if we turn, keep that light turned off. And, you know, all of your work, I'm sure, is involved in just showing people how to keep on that light. Well, and then wouldn't you say, like, sometimes the, the, the horror, if you will, I mean, mm -hmm. that in and of itself can be traumatic for people, right? 
So just yeah. just knowing the truth, which is why it's so difficult. Well, when you talk about educating people, people want to not have their family members gaslight them, uh, avoid them, uh, you know, uh, excommunicate them. So it's really really difficult. Like I, I even I, I even not a single family member of mine asked me my me, my official medical opinion about the whole COVID vaccine. None of them. None of them. And I'm like, seriously? We go to family I, functions and nobody ever asks us what we do. They don't know what we do from day to day. They, they know the book is out I, there. They know it's popular. I mean, my in-laws, they haven't. I mean, it's 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 kind of like. Well, we open our mouths and then we could get the opposite, right? Because, you know, so it's like really, really challenging. Like, do I tell you know, uh, or, or, you know, I, it's like, like broaching the subject is really difficult because if we've been burned and then burned and then burned and then burned, the last thing we want to do is get burned again. And we'd rather talk to people right. who are open to it, who are like at least approaching yeah. us with that. You've got to, the advice I have for that and for all your people is live your life, live your life with the truth and then be that beacon and let people come to you. You know, because mm. what I get happening quite a bit is that, you know, I get the guy sneaking around the corner. Hey, hey. <laughs> and then they run back to the crowd they just want yeah. me to know that they're with me hey hey hey, hey. You know? <laughs> i mean you're you're a coward you're hiding behind yeah. you know if you really believe it then then say something That's, this is yeah. the problem Some we face can't do this that is the problem yet. we face in humanity though this is the True. problem we, there's there's a collective consciousness which of of fear of embarrassment or stepping out from reprisals, the reprisals, isolation from, from dark, is a big one. Well, from this dark tribe, what do you? But what are you isolating yourself from? You're isolating yourself from from this dark ritual. <laughs> you know, you want to be isolated from that. The way I'm concerned, listen, if if I if I'm isolated from the dark from the darkness, and I'm the only one standing there, I know that when I leave this world, at least I'm going to where I resonate, right? I'm going to a world of light, but if you if if you are just getting along to go along and you know better, there's I don't think there's anything worse than that. You have you have to speak your truth. Well, you really some sometimes people are you know maybe there to 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 be the ones to inspire us to be as courageous as possible. <laughs> so so yeah. yeah, and and um and then they may recycle back onto the planet for their next stage of their spiritual evolution. So. You know, um, in my they... practice, I'm primarily working as a chiropractor and I do a lot of neurofeedback work and bringing people out of their energetic brain stress, you know, which is yeah, fascinating, huge. fascinating work, fascinating work. And if people wanted to get in touch with that, they just need to Google a brain core neurofeedback of either CT Connecticut or SC South Carolina. And you see my neurofeedback work. Changes yeah, so the let's brain. take a look at well, well, uh, let's just yeah, share right change, now that well, but I wanted, to say, I wanted to just say about that that you know the so I'm basically doing these types of works, but uh, I'm either doing the neurofeedback work or the chiropractic work, getting doing adjustments for nearly forty years. I'm pretty good at it, but you know people don't come in asking me about vaccines ever. So I mean, maybe tenth of my practice knows even knows I have a book. I have this whole other life outside of the practice that, you know, I go to Western Price, I'm known as this, I'm known as that, the lecture, right. I'm doing podcasts with you, but it's it's almost like the a large portion of the population that have come to see me for nearly 40 years, they just don't want to know about it. Right. How do you handle that? 
do you introduce well, something? People are paying me and they're coming to me for a reason. You know, they have a they have an imbalance in their neck or in their lower back. They need they need chiropractic adjustments. So I'm going to be the chiropractor. I'm not going to lecture you on what you're doing with your kids. You're not asking me to do that. If mm. you come to me and say, wow, my kid had a real bad reaction from the flu shot. Well, then you're going to get a talking to from me. Right. I'm going to say, right. well, you know something? You might want to look into the A, B, C, and D. And I did write a book on that. But, you know, and also with the neurofeedback practices. I mean, these vaccines are screwing up kids' brains left and right. Uh, we have brought a myriad of kids out of autism. You're not severe autism, but we're able to get them out midway and, and high functioning and bring them back to normal with the neurofeedback work. And that's part of the many, a lot of the reason we're doing it. Uh, and um, we always tell those parents, ah, now you see them getting better here with this work. Now here's how we don't get worse. They right. say, well, what can we do nutritionally? Okay, omega-3s, B6, and cut out all the vaccines. And on the last one, they're like, okay, what did you just say? You know? <laughs> You know, that last one is always a hard one for them. And they'll listen, they'll listen, they'll listen. And, you know, you can only, there's, and sometimes the mother is into it, but the father is not. Oh, yes, that's so challenging. Maybe 20% of the time I'll get both parents. But, you know, listen, more people have woken up to this now than ever before. True. That's more. the benefit. On the planet. Before COVID, it was like nobody was hardly even talking about it. And, yep. You know. That's the benefit of that. Now, can you share briefly about yep. uh, the ingredients in the vaccine that are problematic? Just briefly, because I want to go into the whole germ theory thing in a moment. Yeah, they're basically in the book and you can find them all online too. But, you know, the propylene glycol uh, uh, is bad. I mean, that's essentially antifreeze, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, polysorbate uh, 30 and 60, very bad. And it's not it's not necessarily a th thimerosal anymore, which is the mo the mercury derivative. The window dressing is they've taken uh, mercury out of some of the vaccines, not all of them. Yeah. But you know, and the, the, one of the first things a pediatrician will say to a vaccine questioning parent, who they get a lot of these days, is, "Oh, they took all the mercury out of vaccines now." And the parent will go, "Oh, okay, the mercury, no more mercury." Yeah, it's not just mercury. There is right. so much aluminum in these uh, aluminum phosphate and alum aluminum adjuvant. And adjuvant is something that they put in the vaccine to piss the body off so that it produces more antibodies. Yeah, it's an irritant. And right. so, and then people will argue, "Oh, that aluminum is not the same aluminum that's toxic, and it, that sure form is. is not toxic." <laughs> it sure is binds to the axon, the neuro the neurological axons binds to the it, it clogs up synapses. So, you know, over time, this is going to cause neurological issues. There's a reason that we're now at one in 36 children having some level of autism. It's even higher for learning deficiencies. But learning difficulties is like one in 22. And if you look at autism with boys, it's like more like one in 18. Yeah. Talk, yeah. About a, talk about a pandemic. Yeah. This is what we should be looking yes. at. Right. But even, you know, you get to the, no matter where you go, except for maybe with Dell Bigtree. I mean, he's talking about it. Robert Kennedy is talking about it. You know, my mm -hmm. vote for presidential candidate. Well, Robert then Kennedy. there's a, the whole whistleblower, but most people don't hear about it, right? It's not on the evening news, so they don't hear about it. Right. Um, about, you know, the CDC. It's not, it's not exactly that they fudge data, but they just tweaked the way they presented the data. Of course. So that the whole autism, blacks, whites, Hispanics, you know, like that it just all kind of watered it down and it doesn't yeah, you look can't, that you bad. You can't fudge a lot of this stuff without fudge. Can you still hear me, by the way? I got to get my. Yeah, 
Kitty's <laughs> yeah, you're a little muffled. <laughs> <on> a <laughs> she just loves this. <laughs> she's going to have to leave and she doesn't realize it. Yeah. Down you go. Oh, she's like, hold on. Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> well, I want to share with people. Whenever, whenever I'm sitting here, it's kind of her time and, and I didn't get Aww. to kick her out of the room. So I'm sorry Aww. about that. Mount Pleasant. Uh, what I was saying feedback. about that was that you know, uh, uh, you don't, you can't have a pandemic or a scamdemic without fudging stats, and and they fudge so many statistics. Can you hear me yeah. better now? Yes. Yeah. No. It's it's it was fine anyway. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So I mean, fine. you you have to really be able to fudge stats, and uh, just uh, so much of so much of but they were doing it before the pandemic. So much of uh, now we know. Vaccine success is 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 what they're fudging on paper, mm-hmm. but you know your crew all knows that every major disease has a etiology in toxicity of some one shape or form or another. Everything from the black plague all the way up to COVID, uh, and you know the bubonic plague, all of that stuff has to do with some sort of you know toxicity or lack of hygiene uh, that was happening at the time, and it got blamed on a germ. And uh, especially in the case of polio, which was which was really DDT poisoning, massive DDT poisoning, um, the there had already stopped spraying DDT in the mid '50s, but then they introduced the vaccine when polio had practically gone away anyway. And then as soon as they introduced the vaccine again in my generation, in the mid '50s, it went you know right back up again. But they don't call it polio anymore. Now they call it paralytic spinal meningitis. So it, it's just all this nonsense. Yeah. It's the same thing the pharmaceutical companies do today. It's, you know, if 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 you ever watch Gavin Newsom speak, I mean, every other, blah, 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 every <laughs> other word out of his mouth is some sort of bullcrap. And it's just, you know, that's what the pharmaceutical companies do. Every single rep that they have, every time you watch the CDC, it's like, it's like, hypnosis you know it's it's yeah. they they're they're doing the dark jedi mind trick yes. <laughs> you know on people it's yes. just like there's no vaccine damage and here's why you know and then people walk around in the days there's no vaccine damage and here's why and, so, <laughs> and they just it's a jedi it's a dark it's 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 the sith right it's yeah. a dark jedi mind trick and everybody is there's a reason there's a tv practically everywhere i mean i mean talk about being infiltrated by media constantly bombarding you with pharmaceutical ads we are the only country with new zealand that allows pharmaceutical companies to have all these stupid ads uh, visually in your face and everywhere you go whether it be a bar a restaurant i mean not one of the finer ones don't have it yet people are actually you know forced to look at each other and speak to each other but you're going to be assaulted daily if you keep that television on with at least 25 pharmaceutical ads well, the funny thing is people don't think they, they think they're immune to it because the pharmaceutical class is don't take this when you're blah, 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 because you would have the side effects and, you know, and then they laugh because it's like, you know, but that they don't realize they still got brainwashed. It's going right into your subconscious. Yeah, yeah. It's going right in there, you know, and there's so many ways that they it speaks to your subconscious. I talked about this at Western Price. You know, so you see this video of a happy guy playing sports and he's up yep. there and he's hugging his wife and he's hanging with his children. Yeah. At the exact same time, they're telling you all the side effects yep. that this can potentially produce. That's right. What is that speaking to? Yep. <laughs> Here, all this stuff is going to happen to you, but it's okay. 
Yeah. It's all okay. You'll be happy. You'll own nothing and be happy. That's right. You'll eat bugs. It's all right. You know, and this is the way they, it, it's all black magic. It's it's the way that they hypnotize the masses into the matrix. And, you know, uh, probably yourself as well, but from a small child myself, I'm just, I've always been like, well, that doesn't sound right. Even when I was three years old, I could look at these things, you know, because we have the karmic journey of being a light worker in this particular realm. And yeah. so, and if anybody in your crew can relate to me, you're always looking around this world like this. What the hell am I doing here? You know? Well, yeah, a lot, a lot of people <laughs> say that. Now, I have to say I was totally hypnotized until very, like, until my personal healing journey. I was like... You know, A plus in school. I loved school. I did everything I was supposed to. I was obedient to the T. Well, right? And then, got, and then now I'm like the black sheep of the family uh, because I dare to question things. And I have the medical background as you have the Cairo background. And I'm like, seriously, I, I feel bad for some of my other, you know, community members who are trying to to their, do their best to educate others and even based on their experience. And they don't even have the credentials. And I'm like, don't feel bad. I can't do it either. It's not working, you know, and I have credentials. Um, Dr. Trevin, yeah. can we share some of uh, your mountpleasantneurofeedback.com, say no to vaccines.org. Can you tell us what's on those sites? We're going to put uh, some links below this video too. Oh, sure. And... The, the, the neurofeedback, uh, there's also a neurofeedback page on Facebook. If you go to um, BrainCore Neurofeedback with Dr. Trevin, you'll see and neurofeedback is fascinating. It really is. It, it speaks to the subconscious and it actually changes the brain patterns. Uh, if your child has is suffering from from autism um, in the in, in the in the lesser versions, uh, the neurofeedback will reroute the neurons to the areas of the brain which uh, aren't doing so much, or not necessarily vestigial, but it it there, there there's so much redundancy within the within the within the brain that we have an overabundance of space for healing so that has a lot to do with it it also breaks patterns of fight or flight patterns of stress which have That's been very important years. yes well the fight or flight is what they install in everybody the I mean, trauma 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 always well just watch the evening news i mean yeah. you know so uh, it's it's all this is what they're doing everybody so that's what the neurofeedback you know, unravels. We're doing that in Connecticut and in uh, South Carolina. Um, and then the other one is uh, my say no to vac to vaccines.org. I put that out 20 years ago with the book. That was always my underground railroad because I do provide religious exemptions for people to join the church it, because lots of times people had to have some sort of document saying they actually belong to a religious organization. Right. And that's what I offer people. Okay, um, but that's only valid in Connecticut, correct? No, it's valid everywhere. I mean, once it, you you could use it, especially in states that have a religious exemption, some organizations will say, and this is unconstitutional and illegal, but they still might ask. They say, well, you have to prove that you actually belong to a religion that says no vaccines. And so I just thought 20 years ago, okay, I'll just make one. And so, you know, I made one right. up of all the tenants and it's all on the say no to vaccines. That's great. Oh, what a great resource. The, Tenant number seven just says, thou shall not vaccinate. Not quite like that. But that's the basis of, of everything. It's it's body temple-centered religion. And it's a 501c3 registered religion. 
So there's no way anybody can deny it. During COVID, I had so many pissed off people, like administrators calling me, because they weren't even going to allow the religious exemption. And I gave so many of them out, hundreds of them out during COVID. I have people calling me up and the people would 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 say to me, what do I do? They're not accepting it. Well, they have to accept it because if not, tell them you're going to sue them. It's against the law. And I, and I said, I said, have them call me. Uh-huh. What, call you? Yeah, just have them call me. So I give them my cell number. Okay, I'm walking around the beach. Whatever, wow. And they call. Yes, this is over. What, what's up with this religion? And, you know, after talking to me for about five minutes, they realized that if they did not give the religious exemption, that they were going to be sued. Um, and so they just figured, okay, this guy's nuts. I don't want any part of this. Don't break the law. And that I think happened. Personally sued. Yeah. Personally yeah, sued. they could be personally sued. Yeah. 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 In common law court, which I explain how to do in the book and everything like that. That's cool. Um, yeah. You could do a lot of things. I mean, but. You know, now if you have a religious exemption, uh, people really aren't questioning it as much as they used to, you know, um, and, and more medical exemptions are being given out in states that there are only five states that don't have religious exemption now. There really, they used to only be one, but, um, you know, they're just trying to, the pharmaceutical companies do own a large portion of our natural resources and the last natural resource is every human being. Yeah. They want to be able to control your body. Well, some medical doctors really get, get under some heat given that in, in those states, you know, prior to like New York, yeah. for example, I live in New York. So, um, yeah, yeah. like right yeah, now that they, they, <clears throat> they, the people uh, fought the governor on the, uh, we'll call it uh, internment camps for lack of a better term uh, that you could, they can put you in for any reason. Like it's very, very vague, you know, the law. You know oh, where that's it's a law now, isn't it? The, it's a bill. Well, you know, then it got fought, and then they they paused it, but now they said, no, nah, no, we'll side with the government. <clears throat> so it's on again, off again, on again. That's also traumatic, and I think sometimes yeah. they do it on purpose. Well, wait do they try to enforce that? As soon as you, uh, that's going to be a huge lawsuit. You know, so I mean, these things are. I mean, they're only as good as the next crisis, and these Illuminati if you want to call them these these draconian clowns are always basically saying don't let it always their motto is don't let a good crisis go to waste we'll invent we'll invent the crisis it's all the hegelian principle create the crisis then give the solution right you know and they were all part of it they just wanted to see how far they could go this time and they didn't go as far as they wanted to but they're all promising to have another one everybody yeah. from gates to yeah, we're whoever more that more awake. Is that runs this. <laughs> what's that? that i said we're more and more awake thankfully yeah, you know, and they're noticing um, that. They're trying to push another one now with whatever's going on with this lung disease in, in China. And it's just falling flat because, again, people aren't falling for it like they used to. Right. You know, there are, there are, and I think we still have a lot of good people left in government that are saying, nah, we're not going to do this again. You know, <laughs> But, okay. you know, like, like you all talk about, I'm sure you've talked about the, uh, the dangers of micro, microwave internet and radiation and everything. And that what they did, they put up all of these towers, which are monster, monstrous. You see them on every water tower everywhere now, uh, these 5G things. And God knows what they're going to do with those. I mean, you know, at, at some point and when they get enough of it, God knows what they injected into everybody. You're asymptomatic now. Well, who knows what they can do by flipping a switch? Right. And, and that's why it's so important for us to take control of yeah. our own, not just physiology, but our own frequency. Exactly. That's, I think the and only when they're way. Able, 
Exactly. And when they're able to push a button and have people fall drop dead right in front of you in the street and blame it on a virus, which I think is the next thing they're going to do. Okay, now that they have all of the hardware up everywhere, when they're able to do that and blame it on a virus and people are freaking out everywhere. I mean, you know, then we're talking martial law. We're talking, you know, all forced vaccinations, all this stuff. So, I mean, all hell can potentially break loose with that. But I do know one thing. They will not do that. They won't flip that switch unless they are absolutely sure it's going to be 100% effective. And I think what they saw with COVID was that it's completely unpredictable because it wasn't 100% effective. No, and then... You know that that uh, I love you know empowering our light workers and, and students to, to 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 basically do their own work, right? So it's one oh. thing to take one person down who's super popular or whatever, or take down their YouTube or whatever. But if you've got millions upon millions of people who can vibrate that frequency and and know how to do things if necessary, right. then and then there's some of us here to anchor in the new reality. So we vibrate at the new reality right so even though there's stuff happening now which is a result of what we manifested previously but we vibrate at this reality so the fear doesn't get us uh then we literally change reality well said well said and, and we and, and essentially what i say which is very similar to what you just said here is just don't resonate in the fear you know, uh, I get people asking me all the time who believe the same as we do. And it, it's like, well, what's going to happen when they flip that 5G switch and they start frying everybody and people tell I was like, you know something? How much, how long do you think they'll get away from that, get away with that before they're actually discovered? You have to believe that it will be uncovered, you know, and then we will uncover another layer of deception right. happening another in layer. humanity. And it'll go even further as far... So you have to think that way. Yes, people will die. Yes, they will be sacrifices on their end. And God knows karmically what that is for the people who do die. But you can only kill so many people in a fraudulent manner like that, saying it's it's due to viruses that don't exist. Uh, when you're doing it really electronically, you can only do that to a certain extent before somebody steps up or a group of people steps up and say, uh-uh, no, this is all a bunch of crap and here's why. And it's the only thing that has advanced humanity, you know, is to, is, is to, is to, there's all this trauma going on, but who is really behind the curtain? And we have not really unveiled back who's behind the curtain just yet through thousands of years. We haven't yet done that because they keep going underground when we become more conscious, you know, but within this cycle of yugas, I don't know if you've ever heard of Kali Yuga and, and Sattva Yuga and, and, the, and, the, and the procession of the equinoxes and the whole 26,000 year cycle of our journey around the galaxy, you know, um, we don't even really know where we are. Some people say we're coming out of Kali Yuga, which is darkness, some coming out of it. Some people say we're still in it. We're going to be in it for another 500 years. But within this whole journey, you know, um, we are we we can only work with the tools we have and if we're at the darkest point if you're still in touch with the light you see you're going to shine even brighter you're going to shine even brighter and so one person that turns the flashlight on is going to be you're just more powerful in the darkest times you know so mm -hmm. you know the most important thing is for your soul for your energetic body for your spirit is that you stay with the truth you stay with the light. You stay with that. You know, however your teaching, 
you know, your people to be with that. And it's, you know, I'm not even really good at that myself. I get angry a lot, you know, <laughs> you know, with it and have to pull myself back and say, okay, well, this is, this is, this is the we journey of the a... planet right now. It's, totally a, it's, a journey, get it. it's the journey of the planet. It's where I'm at. I'm meant to do something here and I'm you know, going to do the best I can to, to uh, have light manifest around me and, and help as many people as I can with it. If you, and then, and then that will be attracted, you know, Right, right, exactly. And and I, my perception, and this is, you know, what my human design says as well, which is very interesting, because it really resonated with, with me, mm-hmm. is that um, if we continue to remember that we are all one, that even those dark elements that we criticize and say that they shouldn't be doing these terrible things, to some degree, we're all that, uh, although we're not in that, you know, that fractal of reality in this lifetime, I'm a light worker in this lifetime, right? Uh, so, on some level we can you know love can envelop all of it just knowing that it's part of the same creation but that that's the game we're playing right now the evil the good you know, that kind of well, stuff and it makes it a lot easier not to get down. trapped mm-hmm. into that uh anger at least for me personally trapped into that anger and staying there when i go oh yeah they're me ah shoot <laughs> you well know? Yeah, yeah i wouldn't i don't like saying that they're me but it, but listen, it is a certain polarity is always going to exist. And I like to think of it more as Neo putting his hand out and stopping the bullets. Everybody has that capability. They really do. And uh, where we're at right now just has to do with our journey around the cosmos. Once we're closer to the center of the galaxy, um, darkness can't exist really. You know, it kind of it goes back and hid, hides under the rock for another, you know, 12,000 years <laughs> or so until we start spinning out of it. But there is a, there is a whole cycle here of, of yugas. Yeah, there definitely is a If you, a if cycle. you haven't, if you, if, if, if you're, if your listeners, your readers have not uh, researched Kali Yuga and Satwa Yuga and, and the Bronze Age and Tapara uh, Yuga, I mean, look at, again, I don't really, know where we're at i think we're coming out of kali yuga which is why there it's it appears to be that there are more people realizing their their light potential and who they really are at this time mm-hmm. um, but i don't really know i'm not an expert in that there you have to get a vedic an indian vedic to really tell you about that i've read i've read a lot about it but it, um so, if, so if anything uh, gives people an idea of how often they've come back to do these journeys, you know, and, and it's a choice. It really is a choice. You could, you could choose to come back again and do it, or, or you could choose and say, yeah, I had enough of that. <laughs> so um, I know there was uh, some questions we had related to your book uh, yeah. in uh, related. So do you have time to go through some of those or should sure. we rebook you? Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm yours. All right. Awesome. Okay. So uh, tell us about bacteria, fungus. Uh, Certainly, you know, they have not isolated uh, it properly, you know, an actual viral particle, the things that we look at in the electron microscope, you know, are probably remnants of dead intercellular components or dead cells. Um, But what about bacteria and fungus? Do they not cause illness that's the germ theory right do they no, they, do they not cause it. illness how come i give antibiotics and somebody who's in, in the death throes of meningitis how come they recover well, i just took antibiotics about six months ago because i had a kidney stone and um, as a result of that my urine was backing up and 
and all my you know, the tissues around my body were getting toxified out. And if I didn't shut off that detoxification product uh, process, it may well have killed me. And that's what you're doing with antibiotics. There is a certain time and place for those. Crisis mm. care. Medicine crisis is crisis care. care. You never know when you're going to need it. Okay. But uh, that's, that's what the purpose of that could be. You have an inflammation that's out of control. Where does the inflammation come from? The inflammation comes from some, some let's say you have a diverticula. Okay. Uh, and you've got this huge inflammation in your colon. Well, if you don't stop that inflammation, which is the body's process of trying to eat up the garbage within that enclosed space, the body is then, you see, is producing the microorganisms, which are not causing the disease. The microorganisms are just trying to get rid of the body toxicity. And they are going through their process of respiration and excretion and eating. They eat and they poop as well, just like we do, you know. Mm-hmm. And But all of that is creating more inflammation. And if that diverticular bursts, you could be in danger of dying. So mm. by all means, go to the hospital. Right. Get under their care. Get out of crisis. Yeah, okay? there are. There's a place for medicine. Right. Standard we're not telling medicine. people not to take antibiotics ever. Here, okay. Just mm-hmm. we're not t- telling people never to do pharmaceuticals. Right. We're in not telling practice, people never to do antibiotics. I've been a chiropractor saying. for forty years. I have never said that to people. I mean, there are some times when you need them, but yeah. you know, you certainly don't need them for all the times that the, that general practitioners prescribe them. You need them maybe five percent of the time that they are prescribed. But when you need them, you really need them. They might save your life, okay, because you're in crisis. Get out of that crisis and then learn how to not have the diverticula happen again, right? Right. Then learn because because your body produces the bacteria endogenously. These things are produced within you from what Bouchamp called microzyma. Microzyma are little tiny organelles that you can actually see under dark field microscopy. There are these alive little lights. Lights. They, they are look like, like lights. lights. They look like little lights floating around the cell, little marbles, and they become your rickettsia, your bacteria, your staphylococcus, your streptococcus. They become all of these things. Wow. In order to, and then they morph into, and they can even become fungus, and they morph into all these different uh, types of organisms in order to eat up the trash in your body. Uh, in 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 biology, as you know, doctor, they're called saprophytes, right? They're going to eat up trash. That's their main debris, objective. Debris, you know, uh, removal and, services. And Well, during a garbage strike, what happens? Like, they, they're not coming to pick mm-hmm. up the garbage. Who's going to come around eating the garbage? The mice and the rodents are all going to yeah. come out of yeah. the woodwork and start Doctor eating it. They're all going to start eating it. They have their job. All right? yeah. It's silly to yeah. say that the, the garbage caused the mice. Well, the garbage did right. cause the mice, but it's silly. it's silly to say that, you know, the mice are the problem. The mice are not the problem. The garbage right. in the street is the problem. Right. So get rid of the garbage in your body. Your body will then not have to, the terrain of your body will then be cleaner and you won't have to produce these uh, microorganisms in order to uh, get healthy. Now, the microorganisms are going to be created and let's say, okay, a perfect example of this is uh, you swab your throat Anybody healthy, not healthy, swab your throat, put it on a petri dish, and I bet you you find strep throat. You're going to find streptococcus back there. Some people are sick, some people are not. That's because it's not caused by the bacteria. All right. right. The streptococcus version of uh, whatever the microzyme are produced are back there eating up 
whatever from your poor diet is back in your throat or within your interstitial mm. fluids. Well, we used to give antibiotics for carriers, right? And they're mm -hmm. not sick. And I'm like, oh man, why do I have to give an antibiotic for carriers? You well, that's, that's, that's a fable. That's a fable. You know, the whole carrier thing, and they tried to push the carrier thing during COVID as well. That's, that was Dr. Burke's primary purpose of existence, to make you think that you weren't <laughs> sick, but somehow right. you were going to kill people who already got the vaccine. And right. uh, I have a whole article on this on my Say No To, S-A-Y-T-O-N-O, vaccines.org, uh, what you just mentioned, uh, blog. It's called uh, Virology 101 for Dummies. Oh, right. Good and one. What, it, what it's about is essentially that viruses don't exist, they don't live, and they don't mutate. So the whole story that Dr. Burks had during that time was like, hey, guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to, um, uh, if you don't get the vaccine, the COVID virus is going to mutate inside of you. And therefore, it's a different virus than the person got vaccinated for. Therefore, you're going to kill grandma. That's That was yeah. Burke's whole function. Yeah. It's, well, they kept doing this mutation, 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 right. mutation. It's completely unscientific. There is no basis in science for even for even making that statement. But, you know, the pharma companies just got and the politicians just had carte blanche. It's just they just went and said anything, just anything. Ah, it's say true enough people believe it because we say it. You know, wait a minute. That has no basis in biology. Viruses don't mutate because viruses are not alive. So whenever you hear this thing about, oh, this virus has mutated to echelon and, and omega and this and now this strain. No, no, it doesn't happen ever. This is a fable. Viruses do not mutate because viruses are not alive. Viruses do not eat. OK, they do not respire. They do not breathe and they do not reproduce and they do not excrete. Those are the four functions of life on this planet. Right. And they do not do any of those things. So like you, you brought something up at the very beginning of us talking about this, that what what are viruses really? When you look under an electron microscope, uh, you and I and I mentioned this, if people want to look at my lecture from Weston Price, I show an actual picture of what the government puts out is a virus. And it's just big glob of gook. It has no membrane. It has no spiky hair, billy idol things, you know, uh, basically, which are computer uh, drawings, computer depictions of what they say it looks like. The, the average person thinks that the, that the COVID virus is this like round ball with a membrane that that has these spiky things coming off it. Yeah. No one's ever no one's ever seen that. That's fantasy. That's not right. Reality. Well, they they give us these pictures, and the average person would you know just look at them and go, "Well, the government these pictures is electron microscope. Oh my gosh, look at that! They isolated yeah. the virus." So much of electron microscopy is absolute bullcrap. I mean, and I explain that, and I explain that in all of my lectures. I mean, even doctors, we don't know what the heck they're looking at. I actually worked on an electron microscope. Yeah. You know, while while I was a uh, an undergrad student at Adelphi University, we had one of the first ones in New York, and I and I was a lab assistant uh, for some extra credit train, you know, in training. Uh, so I used to prepare very boringly all the stains and everything else like that for the electron microscope to look at the different tissue samples. And That's I saw these big blobs of gook in there. And, <laughs> you know, I asked the professor, what is that? He said, I don't know. It's a big blob <laughs> of gook. Now they call them viruses. Okay. Wow. But the things that people see, the spiky haired yeah. things, I swear it's some guy making it up. And he looked at a picture of Billy Idol with spiky hair <laughs> and, he, and he looked and said, huh, hey, 
let's give it spikes like Billy Idol. And so, you know, they, they just, it's somebody's wow. imagination. Well, what uh, about the shedding, the spike protein shedding? Well, I, I, believe, I believe in shedding and I believe that people are shedding stuff when they get these vaccines. But they're not shedding viruses, okay? They're shedding whatever kind of toxins are mm. coming out of their saliva. Uh, if you're having sex out of your out of your bodily fluids, you know, during sexuality, um, out of your sweat, I believe in that. You know, I really do. Out of just vapor, out uh, coming out of your out of your pores, and but it has nothing to do with viruses. It has. Okay. To so do it could be it could be nanobots. Could be absolutely what they're dropping on us with chemtrails, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of chemtrails going on in Florida, apparently, and many other states. And oh my God, I've I've done my own separate chemtrail study since 2014. You know, they've they've been dropping this stuff on us for decades. I mean, yeah, the the nanotechnology recently. Yeah, and and do you think that it's it's beyond them to invent a technology of contagion? There really is no contagion, but can they invent? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what God told me. At so the they, so they, inject, they inject half the population with a toxin that is able, a nanotechnology toxin that is able to once pass through and multiplying through the system with graphene, however else they're doing it, it's able to go out of the pores, all right, and affect other people, cause respiratory. Now, shedding is not necessarily an effective way of making people sick because once you do it that way, the body's defenses all kick in. Right. Yeah. Maybe you get a little respiratory thing going on. But but, you know, shedding, I've always told people is real. You know, it really is. And uh, so many of my of my patients have come in and said, yeah, I didn't get the vaccine, but I was around all these vaccinated people at work and then I got sick. You're picking mm-hmm. up poisons. That's generally what happens during any contagious uh, scenario where your kids are at school. All right. And they picked up some fungal thing going on. All right. And there's and they and they have a cough and they're just trying to they're trying to release whatever kind of toxin is, is coming out of their their sinuses. And then they spread that, you know, to the mother and the father. And people are thinking that they're spreading germs or microorganisms it has nothing to do with microorganisms. It all has to do with toxicity, much like when during the time of the bubonic plague, which had nothing to do with fleas biting, biting people and giving them a giving them a rickettsia that caused the bubonic plague. Right. At the time, people were clueless as to the fact that maybe it's because we're dumping our urine and feces right in the street. Maybe it's because we're eating lard pies because we're too poor for anything else. Maybe that's why our glands are, and we're having a black plague and our glands are growing, you know, three times the size under our arms. Oh, and what do we do for that? We cut out the glands. How smart is that? Now you have less protection with the lymphatic system. So this is how disease gets spread through folklore, right? Mm-hmm. Through mm-hmm. this, and and then our history books are all skewed towards now germs since the times of Pasteur, right? You know, yeah, Louis Please Pasteur was people... uh, fairly wealthy, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And supposedly on his deathbed, he the deathbed he said he said that Bouchamp was correct. Right. So right. you know, all of recorded history that goes back stating uh, all of these different diseases were due to germs is completely folklore and all pharmaceutical uh, propaganda. And the great book for that is The Contagion Myth by Sally Morell. Yes. Uh, Dr. Yes. Tom Which, Cowan. of course, they they changed, they, Amazon forced them to change the name. Change the name on that. I think, what yeah, is it called yeah. now? I, I got the original from Tom Cowan's site. So oh, now, okay. and goodbye, goodbye Germ Theory, that's on Amazon currently, right? 
that's doing very well on Amazon. Yeah, they've never really challenged me on it because I talk about germ theory, which is the the basic fraud uh, promoting vaccines and everything like that. But when you start saying that you know there is no contagion, of course they're gonna they're going to mm. you know suppress a, okay. a title well, you like said that theory. So they figure ah, we'll let it go. <laughs> yeah, that's a really great book as far as as far as talking about what really happened. You know. Mm with tuberculosis, what really happened with polio, what really happened with the Spanish flu. And there is a counter toxicity event happening with every single point in the industrial revolution. Okay. Even if it's just dust being kicked up in the street and people breathing in all this crap constantly from the street, making a completely unsanitary environment for your lungs. You know, yeah. so now what do we have? We have running water. We have fossil fuels, which have actually um, uh, improved everybody's lives. Haven't you know the, the whole thing about how fossil fuels have just are destroying their planet? They're not at all. Fossil fuels, if anything, there's there's a great argument for showing how uh, they're they're protecting us. They're protecting the planet more than anything else because we're look at all the benefits we've had since the time of burning fossil fuels. We can learn to burn them cleaner. Right. But life is a process of of evolution and moving forward, how to do things more in tune with the planet, more in tune with biology. All right. More hygienic so that people live longer. Right. And but they weren't living very long in those days because of just terrible, terrible hygienic practices and right. also uh, industrial practices, which were, you know, which were uh, just dumping people, stuff you know, in them today. Today, yeah. all this 5G going around, you know. The cancer rate is out of control, and it, at, Sally, Sally Morell says that we're just going through a cycle now with this. A lot of people are dying from it, but at some point in time, we'll learn how to do it cleaner. Okay. Yeah. Isn't this the course of human evolution, right? I mean... Uh, well, do you know Arthur Furstenberg's work about how every time they introduced a new EMF, a whole bunch of people die, and then the people that survive have some resilience to it? So exactly. whether it be radio waves, TV, you know, three G, four G, five G, and I think that's probably true. I mean, the the fast, the fast, you know, people that are able to uh, to shift their their DNA or whatever right. uh, may may be the survivors. Uh, can you tell us a bit about? Can you tell us a bit about Borax? Invisible rainbow. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yes, can you tell us a bit about borax and why you recommend it, and why we do not have to buy therapeutic grade, or the difference between that? My therapeutic. Go listen. A lot of people. I, I tell people just to go to the the laundry department and the grocery store and get yourself some twenty meal team borax. You're going to get all the boron you need from that just by making a solution of that. And the the video instruction of that is on my blog, sayno.thevaccines.org. But what boron does, first of all, is it just strengthens your body, strengthens your bones. It's great for arthritis, that type of thing. You're going to get boron from borax. But also, uh, we are having these nanotech fungal kind of particles dropped on us persistently through chemtrails. Mm -hmm. They lodge in the back of the sinuses. Part of my one of, in my new book, it's going to be coming out soon, I promise. Um, just getting the editing uh, together on it. I have a chapter that's called Kill the Nest. And the nest... Oh. Yeah, the nest is in the back of the sinuses. And it has to do with this just overgrowth of nanotech fungus that's back there. When most people get respiratory problems or a cold or a flu, they notice that it's coming from the back of their sinuses. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you could take a sprinkle of the borax, you can neti with it once a week, that kind of thing, neti pot. 
Oh yeah, um, I haven't done the neti pot with that. That's that's a great idea. Yeah, well, be careful with that, and, and only use a sprinkle because it does. You know, it's going to knock you out. It does burn. It's going to burn that crap out of you. That's back there. Um, so I would only do it once a week, and and then the tiniest little sprinkle. You know, when your neti pot for bulk okay, nostrils, okay. Uh, and that will take it out of there. But uh, throughout your body, you can uh, take a little bit of the twenty meal team. You can sprinkle it in water mix it up and just drink that twice a day. You can have up to 20 milligrams of boron daily without it being toxic. Boron too much is, is toxic. Children can have about 10 milligrams, you know, per okay. day. If, if you look at yeah, the people are like, what you're going to take detergent. <laughs> always say that. And I love it. I love it. You know, when people you're drinking laundry detergent, well, no, I'm actually drinking borax, you know, uh, borax is essentially all it is 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 boron salt. It's boron yes. salt. That's all borax is. Okay, and it's like if the the general neti pot salt that you put in is sodium chloride. Well, now you're putting in a boron chloride. That's all it is. And and when it when you mix it up, it breaks the boron chloride down in, in, into elemental boron, and you do get that. Now, if, if you don't like, if you can't get your, wrap your head around that idea, then go buy yourself some expensive boron supplement. It's fine. You're not afraid that 20 mil will be, you know, like controlled by the government at some point because everyone's. You know, I've noticed that it's harder and harder to find. Oh, I've okay. noticed that like less stores are carrying it, but I went out and bought myself like 10 pounds of it. So I'm all set for the rest of my life. <laughs> you need so little of it. You really uh, do, you know, and right. people should heed the call to when taking borax because the reason you are going to take borax daily is because there is such an infiltration of nanotech fungus out there right now in the mm. atmosphere that you and, and it's whenever you see one of those white discharges across the sky, especially in summertime, it's filled with it. Right. And the number one yeah. reason that people go to the hospital or go to the doctor at this point is because of a respiratory problem. Yes. So if you uh, wait, where do you start taking this on a daily basis, you're going to notice that your respiratory issues are either disappear or they're uh, they're certainly going to be cut in half or more, you know, depending on on how you're doing with it. Yeah, so, I'm doing that in my coffee um, <laughs> as well, well as yeah, I just put a little bit of um, a little uh, pinch in my decaf and oh, then all the okay. water I drink is got Himalayan crystal salt and uh, it's got uh, boron supplement um in it as well and just because i you know it's like intuitive just felt like doing that yeah, if you mostly for my joints pure, but a pure liquid boron supplement you could do it that way as well i mean it, there's, yeah. there's a lot of ways to do it as long as you're getting the the elemental boron but you know people can make it themselves for free it really has and people have been That's doing great that. people have been doing that for years go to earth clinic um she's got the video but if you can't find it if you go to uh just go to my blog the say no to vaccines.org and, and look up uh, just in the search engine, type up chemtrails and it'll mm. come up there. Okay. I'll write that down. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll put that into the community. Uh, perfect. Oh, that's yeah, like great. anything else, be an adult and don't abuse things. Like you, you want to start out small and, you know, work your way up. You right. Know, that. Um, if you are sick and you are noticing that you just can't get rid of something, um, with, with respiratory, I think, you know, golden seal, especially from standard process is very expensive, but it's, uh, it yanks out. It's so, it's so highly electronegative that it just yanks out all the toxins from your respiratory mm. system. How about glutathione? 
well, glutathione, you have to, yeah, you have to get your body to produce that on its own. Um, and the way to do that, and NAC is all the rage right now, the N-acetylcysteine. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but if you take NAC by itself, no good. And people need to really understand this one fact. If you're going to take NAC, you have to take it with an equal amount of glycine. Okay. Okay. So when, if you're just taking NAC, a gram or something a day, uh, the NAC is going to use up all the glycine in your body that it can in order to produce the glutathione, but you're going to have all this excess NAC hanging around. The body doesn't know what to do with it, and it's cytotoxic at that point. It oh. actually causes aging rather than prevent aging. Uh, so, so take only, glycine with the NAC now. You have to, yes. Okay. And then, and the studies have shown, there are plenty of studies that shown that if you do it that way, they did stu a few studies with the elderly that they showed that their glutathione levels were higher than the control group, which was 20 years old. And, the, and, and their, their group was from 60 to 75. Wow. So within two weeks of, let's say, a gram and a half per day of NAC plus a gram and a half of, of glycine, okay, which is another amino acid, um, you combine the two together and they get into the cell to produce, to get the cell to produce its own glutathione. And also, you know, the liver produces it. Now, people say, well, why not just take glutathione? Okay, good question. Uh -huh. You're going to take it, but glutathione is a huge molecule. Yeah. You're not going to absorb it. It's right. destroyed by enzymes. And what it, so suppose that some of it does get absorbed, and now you're in the intrasocial fluid, and it's knocking out the door to get into the cell. Okay. Right. That's my is, argument. <laughs> right. Well, glutathione is, is, is similar to trying to let, as far as the cell membrane permeability is concerned, it's like trying to get an elephant to pass through the cat door. Yeah. You know, we have, we yeah. have a cat door here, all right, for them to go in and out. Um, it's too big. It can't get through. So your body has got to be able to make it excess. Right. But people are taking NAC thinking that it's an it's a antioxidant and it's pulling poisons out of the body. It's not. NAC has one function, and that's to produce glutathione. And to do that, it needs it needs glycine. Uh, glycine. So, eat, so, so, so we're you know, um, you know, for people that are omnivores or carnivores, eating enough meat and or bone broth should give you. Yeah, you're going to get a good amount of, of you know the bone broth and, and the meats are going to give you you know it's going to give you the glycine is going to give you the uh, uh, the glutamates that you need. It's going to give you the uh, the um, uh, what am I thinking? Well, cysteine containing, you know. So, yeah, it's um, going to give you all the cysteine. It's uh, I also put in my coffee every day. Um, uh, what am I having a brain moment here? The uh, the eggshell, you know, what are eggshells primarily made of? I'm oh yeah, that. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I Somebody's going to put it up. Yeah, right, right. I'm, I'm thinking collagen. You know, whatever. Collagen. But that's yeah, it is col no, it's collagen. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. So you're going to get all of that from broth um, and uh creatinine as well which is very important especially as you're getting older so the creatinins the cysteines uh the yeah. um i tend not all... to take supplements <laughs> well, well if you can get it all through broths through you know through your diet you know you know through the western price way of living i mean you know that's that's a wonderful thing mm. but sometimes we can't and as you get over 50 especially nac um supplementation with glycine really makes a big difference as far as anti-aging is concerned. And it's great for all your joints too. 
You know, I've right. really, I've really enjoyed it. Actually, going out to play pickleball within in an hour or so with my wife. Nice, nice. That's and so uh, you know, so it's uh, it, it keeps me it keeps me definitely moving. Well, you'll be very excited to know. Yeah. That, well, well, you and I can talk later about the uh, Lifeway Phototherapy patches. There is. Yeah, one yeah, I'm very called, excited about them. Mm -hmm. Called glutathione. So it it using frequency and reflection of those frequencies in the infrared range. It actually gives the instructions to the body to increase glutathione and it can do it 300% within 24 to 48 hours wow. in the studies. So uh, it's the only thing that I know that does it that fast. Uh, it's cleared up all my skin. Um, we can't make any medical claims here. I'm just saying that publicly. So, but I had tons of zits. I had tons of, you know, um, for since 14, you know, tons of like uh, crappy, Acne. scrapey right. skin, like itchy, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And now I used to wear makeup like it was going out of business. Like I, I, I kept Maybelline and Revlon in business, but now it's like half the time. I mean, I may put some lip gloss on. Right. But my skin is completely clear. So glutathione is awesome. Right. It's a detoxer. Getting and being you able to, to produce right. it yourself your body is to produce amazing. It. And yeah. if you're saying the light, the light then affects the mitochondria somehow in order to help produce it. Because the mitochondria, even even with the NAC and the glycine, it's the mitochondria that gets these two guys together. And get nice. some kissing in order to make you know. Nice, glutathione. that's great. You, know, yeah, you got to yeah. get that relationship going, and probably so. It, it, I would imagine that all of this light therapy is really just stimulating the uh, the mitochondria. It it just really empowers them to do their job even better, mm -hmm. um, because our mitochondria are kind of subdued at this point due to the microwave technology that's out there, and uh, I'm sure that you, this technology, what you're talking about, just re-energizes it. Yeah. energizes them. Well, mm -hmm. let's let make let's close up for today, and I could sure. keep talking to you for hours. I absolutely love I talking to you, Doctor Craving. This is this is such great information, and uh, want to make sure that everybody knows that you can get the book on Amazon, and uh, we'll put the link near this video as well. So don't worry if you're like you know you can't remember. Did we, did we mention the title? Goodbye Germ Theory. Goodbye Germ Theory. Yes, that's the title, guys. And we'll ending put that essential of medical fraud. Right. And, link, and we'll put some other links on, on the bottom as well, including where you can get a hold of Dr. Trebing. Uh He actually does answer his own email as well, which is amazing I to do. me because I don't yeah. <laughs> answer mine. Um, can I mention the two new books coming out? Yeah, please do. One is called The Lakshmi Principle, which is about just spiritual uh, prosperity consciousness that you could be in daily. The Lakshmi Principle. And then there is uh, Goodbye to... Germ Theory, the sequel, is coming out as well. Great. So we'll have to have you back on the show to talk about each of those books, if you're willing to. That'd be sure. fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Great. So um, say no to vaccines.org and mountpleasantneurofeedback.com, two of the places of many that you can find Dr. Trebing, everyone. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for spending your time. Thank you for your passion. Thank you for your courage, being a light warrior and a light worker like us. I also want to thank all the light warriors and all the beautiful, beautiful, sensitive souls out there who are willing to listen to this message and learn and evolve and help us bring the new earth, the peaceful, prosperity, healed earth to reality. So to you, big love. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. Until next time, big love. Bye for now.